Hey guys, welcome to a segment of the Grind Never Stops Podcast. This is your host, DJ Joe, and in today's short segment, we're going to talk about the NHL and the NBA. But before I continue, I want to let you guys know that we have our own merch, and you can check our website. The link is in the description. Uh, as we're having it right now for $30, and we're going to insert more accessories for, for the Grand Never Sauce podcast, and make sure to tune in for the updates on Twitter and Instagram, but you can cop one, and uh, the more you cop, the more deals I can give you. Uh, the deal we have right now, if you purchase a hat and a shirt, you get a free Grind Never Stops mouse pad. But uh, other than that, I want to thank everyone who has supported me since day one. I want to thank, I want to like bring all the supporters together to thank them for all their hard work because it's not easy to grab someone's attention. It's not that easy. You know what I mean? Like it's, it's hard to grab someone's attention, to look through your videos, to listen to your podcast on Spotify, on Google Play, on Apple, on Amazon Music. And yes, we have our podcast on these platforms, but I want to thank everyone who takes their time out of their day to listen to my uh, business, listen to my podcast, my debates. And we're going to have more uh, episodes coming in as the playoffs are starting for the NHL and the NBA. And plus, MLB season is uh, right around the corner. And we're going to have huge debates on the Blue Jays and obviously the New York Yankees. But I just want to say thank you to everyone who has supported me since day one. <clears throat> and it, it, it's, as I said, the grind never stops. You have one goal, you achieve it. And the grind just never stops. It just keeps going. And we all have goals in this world. We all have dreams. And just because you follow 80% of that dream, your work is not done. My work is not done. I went from zero subscribers to close to 400 right now. I went from five views per video to like 40, 45 on average right now. The grind will never stop. And that's why I love people who grind. They understand the grind because all you do is bet on yourself. You cannot rely on your friends, your fake friends, your unloyal friends, your family. You can't rely on that. You just got to bet on yourself and you got to rely on your true friends, your true family members, your loyal family members or your loyal friends. And it's hard, it's hard to find these true, unfake loyal friends. It's hard, but you just got to grind. Because if they're not there while you were struggling, don't expect to be, to me welcoming you once I'm on the top. And it's going to take, it might take a decade, it might take years to get where I want to get, where all these people that have dreams, 
it's it's tough you just gotta keep working and working and working one day things will go the way you always want it to be and i want to thank everyone for tuning in uh, to all of my episodes to win all of my social media and yes uh, earlier today i made a cleanup on twitter and on instagram i've been unfollowing all the people who hasn't been following back it's like I always say, you want me to support your thing. You want me to follow you. Well, I expect the same back. And if you don't, I'm unfollowing you, boy. I'm unfollowing you. But anyways, let's start with this segment. And before I start this segment, I just want to say that the Leafs win tonight. Could shut up all the haters in this world. Who are making the Leafs a laughing franchise? They're not a laughing franchise. And yes, they lose to the Arizona Coyotes. Yes, they lose back to back to the Habs. They lose to the Sabres. But those games are meaningless. Who gives a damn if you lose to the Buffalo Sabres? Doesn't matter. It's a big games because the Leafs play. They play all the time. They play well against the Lightning, against the Boston Bruins. And this game against one of the top teams in the National Hockey League, and they just got closure. And we still beat them on home ice. And guess what? Matthews got 48 goals. He's two away from 50. After him being laughed at earlier this season, his injury to start the season, he was struck. You cannot bite the bait. Austin Matthews is one of the best snipers we have in this game. And yes, it's regular season. But when was the last time someone scored 50? That was actual relevant and didn't get hit on the social media. McDavid and Dried Saddle, they don't get the hate as the Leafs are getting. Wait, are? No, the Leafs have been getting decades, years, three decades. That's how much time the Leafs have been getting laughed at, being hated, being people being disrespectful, not polite. You gotta res- you gotta give credit where credit is due. And this is a huge win. And I don't care if it's a regular season. They played against the top teams in the National Hockey League and the Florida Panthers. And as you guys all know, when the Leafs score early, they win 99% of the time. And they start off hot. And after having abysmal loss to the Montreal Canadiens, on the day that the Habs got eliminated from playoff contention, the Leafs lose to them. And that, it was bad. But I think once Campbell comes back, he's like a one week half away from being day-to-day, so he's probably need two more weeks. But he'll be there in time for the uh, playoffs. But there, this was a huge win for the Leafs, Leafs Nation, baby. The passion that unites us all. So it was a great win by the Leafs. And uh, and I really like that pickup. 
as I said in my last episode, that pickup of Blackwell. He's a great checker. He'll be a great uh, player down the stretch in the playoffs. But Mark Giordano, that was a great pickup with the Leafs. And he might be 37 years old, but he's a big body. And it's what the Leafs needed for these years and years and ever since they had the Caberley and the McCabe's and these guys. Giordano will be a key piece for the Leafs to run to the Stanley Cup. And he will be an important piece. And now it's the offense. Because they did lose in Game 7. They only gave up three goals. But how many goals they scored? One against the Habs. So I think the offense got to pick up playoff time. Because right now they're, they're scorching. But as of late, they have struggled. But expect the offense for the Toronto Maple Leafs to pick up anytime soon. But that's about it for the NHL. Now let's move on to the NBA. I thought the Lakers could hold the fort until Anthony Davis comes back. But no, they're so bad, man. So bad. Watch the game tonight. I watched the game tonight against the Pelicans, who don't have Zion Williamson. Ben Ingram just returned from injury. It just, you can't blow a 28-point lead on the road against the New Orleans Pelicans. Their best players are Ben Ingram, Toothpick, and fucking CJ McCollum? Really? Damn. But LeBron still scored 39 points and 8 boards. And he was efficient off the floor. But I don't know what Russell Westbrook is doing. I I just thought that he's getting a lot of hate. That he's under pressure and all that. Playing in Hollywood. But I don't know what he's doing on the floor. I don't get it what Russell Westbrook is doing. He's being a no-factor. And yes, he started this game on being efficient. But it's you were brought to be efficient, though. You were brought to get the guys going, getting your rebounds, your steals, and scoring that 20-30. But he's just a no-factor, Russell Westbrook. It's like he's playing as if he was, like, 40 years old, like... There's no game, there's no speed, there's no um, chemistry with Russell Westbrook and all of his teammates. There's nothing. And I don't know why they keep putting Malik Monk off the bench and have Austin Reeves start. And I really think that, and I told you guys, they need to start. LeBron James, Malik Monk, Carmelo Anthony. And when AD comes back, have him start the four and have Dwight Howard, Dwight Howard starting the five. And have Russell Westbrook off the bench. And when Kendrick Nunn comes back from injury, when he comes back, you should give him the starting position. Because right now, Russell Westbrook is like a no-show. He's playing like garbage. And, and I'm not calling Russell Westbrook. 
because that's just disrespectful and especially when he doesn't like being called that we're not gonna call him Russell Westbrook we're just gonna call him his play and he knows this he knows that he's not playing well and maybe he's trying to get himself out of there well guess what he's gonna be out once the season concludes and they'll be if AD does not return it's just too much work for LeBron if they play the plane either they play the Minnesota Timberwolves or they play the Clippers it's going to be a mess it's going to be embarrassment to the fans to the league and it's if I were you I just tank just shut down LeBron if AD is not going to return and if you're gonna see this Russell Westbrook playing like this garbage it's best to shut down LeBron James and move on from this embarrassing season and this season was supposed to be a great season for the Los Angeles Lakers but just LeBron's playing the best basketball of his career shooting wise he's he's the man's 37 years old and averaging 30 points a game this guy's doing his all but it's not enough it's not like the LeBron Cleveland it's maybe you could see that once the playoffs starts and the playing maybe you might see that but Lakers need 80 it's just the bottom line they need Anthony Davis but I really think the Lakers will listen to offers and will flirt with trading Anthony Davis and Russell Westbrook. Because what has AD done? Yeah, he gave you a title in that bubble season. But other than that, and even that bubble season, he missed so many games. He has missed many, many games. And I think the Lakers are just wasting time right here. And I think they need to just listen what they could get for AD and Russell Westbrook. And obviously, Russell Westbrook is not going to return like this. Because if Russell Westbrook doesn't go out, I don't think LeBron and AD want to be there. And it's not about Russell Westbrook here. It's about AD as well. He has missed so many games. It's not even funny anymore. He has missed so many games, and the way Lakers are playing right now is so garbage. They had a good lead against the Wizards. They lost. They had a good lead against, uh, right now, they had a 28-point lead against the New Orleans Pelicans, and they couldn't hold They benched LeBron, and things turned into a hole. Hypocrisy, a whole fucking mess. Sorry my language, but it just turned out to be a big, big mess for the Los Angeles Lakers. And they need to pick it up now because there's eight games left this season. The play, the playoffs, they haven't, they're for sure won't clinch the playoffs for sure. They first they have to go play in the play-in. Either they play the Minnesota Timberwolves or they play the LA Clippers. 
And the Lakers need to win because if they're in a seventh or eighth spot, they have a chance. Two games. Because remember, the play-in, the seventh and eighth uh, team, they have two chances. Because the seventh will play the eighth, and the ninth will play the tenth. So the ninth and tenth, they need to win two games to advance. But the seventh and eighth, all they need is to win once. And if they lose one, they still have a chance. So it's like a two-elimination game for the 7th and 8th. And that's what the Lakers need to stop losing. Because right now, that 7th and 8th, two chances to play in the plane is slipping is slipping away for the Los Angeles Lakers. So the Lakers need to step it up. But there's a team that I want to talk about which is the Minnesota Timberwolves. They don't have a true, true superstar uh, Hall of Famer, no. They got chemistry. They got chemistry. Carl Anthony Towns is playing out of his mind this season and as of late. The Ant-Man, Anthony Edwards, has played magnificent since last season. D'Lo is I, but he's been filling what he was brought into. And yes, he won't take 50 shots a night, but he's going to, if he's going to hit that three, means that Timberwolves need that three. But D'Lo has been holding the four as well. So, um, one player that no one likes is Pat Bev, Patrick Beverly, who is a liability on the offensive end. But defensively, he is a good man. So, that, like, Patrick Beverly is playing a key role for these Wolves being a spot in the play. And they're trying to catch the Mavericks for that playoff spot. But the Timberwolves will be a good team to be. And because right now, the underdog team in the Western Conference that, that can make damage is the Minnesota Timberwolves. That's the underdog that can surprisingly will be great teams in which they have beaten good teams. And even though in their losses, it was a close games against good, good teams. So that will be the underdog. And now let's talk about the Eastern Conference. And before I talk about this game between uh, the Brooklyn Nets and the uh, Charlotte Hornets, I would like to say that the NBA TV analysts need to relax because before this game, they said that Kyrie Irving expected to score 40, 40, 50. No, KD will go for 40. No, no. Like, you guys think Kyrie Irving is like the next uh, god on this? It's like the next NBA god that he's averaging 40 points a night. No. No, he's not. These guys, Isaiah Thomas and Steve Smith and the other guy, whoever his name is, you can't disrespect the Charlotte Hornets. And that was so disrespectful. Like, 
You think Hornets is a trash team and they're just going to come to the Barclays Center and let Kyrie Irving get in his groove and drop 40-50? Are you nuts? Are you out of your mind? And I respect Kyrie Irving. I like Kyrie Irving. But you cannot disrespect Charlotte Hornets. And guess what? They came into the Barclays Center and they beat the Brooklyn Nets. After the Nets had a huge first half lead. And Kyrie Irving did not play a great game. He did not play a great game, gentlemen. Like, this is so disrespectful, man, that you want to say that Kyrie Irving is going to play home for the first time. And I applaud him. Welcome back. But guess what? It's not going to be easy, uh, Kyrie Irving. It's no, it's not going to be easy, Kyrie. And I, and that's, and I feel that's disrespectful because the Hornets are not a garbage team. Like maybe the Golden State Warriors are going to have Clay, Dre, Steph, Iggy, Wiggins, Kevin. Yes, I get it. But this is a healthy Hornets. Not healthy as they're missing Gordon Hayward. But Kyrie Irving did not have. Look at here. So Kyrie Irving tonight, boys, had a eight, 16 points on 6 for 22 shooting in 40 minutes. So this goes to say, yes, Kyrie Irving scored 60 against Orlando. Scored 50 twice already. I get it. But yes, Kyrie Irving scored 50 the last time he played in Charlotte. But what is the scouting report for the Charlotte Hornets? They give a scouting report to the Hornets one day during practice. Okay, you're going to face the Brooklyn Nets. Do you think that their scouting report was to guard Bruce Brown, to guard Steph Curry off the pick and roll, to guard KD off the fast break? We, everyone knows the scouting report is all about Kevin Durant. But the scouting report for this one was Kyrie Irving. Was Kyrie Irving the flatty earth a thing that he starts to be unvaccinated, making his home debut? Everyone's tuning in for that one. So the scouting report is Mr. Kyrie Irving. Because they're going to see he dropped 50 on your ass. We were home. He dropped 54 on our ass. And it's time to guard him. It's time to make him make this first game back at home a living hell. And guess what? They gave him living hell. And yes, he had 11 assists. But he had 16 points in 40 minutes against Charlotte on 6 for 22 shooting. This is where you can disrespect Charlotte. And I'm no Charlotte fan. I've never been a fan of them. But you can't be disrespecting uh, the Hornets because they got skinny ass six foot seven level ball, uh, unhealthy Gordon Hayward, who's out for the regular season. We don't know if he's back for the playoffs.
but it just when I heard that, it's like, are you seriously gonna disrespect the Hornets and expect the Hornets to fly in Brooklyn and play Kyrie Irving's first homecoming game, first home game? After not playing a single game because he's unvaccinated and because of the vaccine mandates in New York, do you think that the Hornets are gonna come in and let this man drop another laughing stock fifty point? No, sir, man. That's not how the NBA works. So I think that those NBA TV crew should just watch their mouth and relax and show respect to the other teams that are working hard. Because it's it's not easy to be a contender in this league. It's not easy. You need three-point shooting. You need all your guys to play defense, all your guys to shoot three. You need a bench. You need a veteran off the bench. You need a great coach, a great assistant coach, a great GM. You need great chemistry. Last thing, you need a true all-star. Maybe a Hall of Famer, but a true all-star. That's what it takes to be a contender. That's what it took the Dallas Mavericks to win against the Miami Heat. That's what it took for the Raptors to win in 2019. That's what it took the Cleveland Cavaliers to be down 3-1 against the Golden State Warriors. They're the best team assembled, the best regular season record in the NBA. That's what it took. That's what it took the Lakers to beat those red-hot Miami Heat in the bubble season. That's what it took last season for the Bucks to beat the Phoenix Suns. That's what you need to be a contender, and it's not that easy. Look how long Derek Nowitzki and Jason Kidd it took for them to be a champion. Look how long it took for the Raptors since joining the league in 1992-93. Look how long it took for LeBron James. Look what he did to the community of Cleveland, the heart, the sweat, the tears that he's been through since 2003. Like 2000, that's 13 years of hard sweat. The Cleveland Cavaliers won. So it's not that easy. So I don't think that the NBA TV crew should actually give credit to the Hornets saying, I think Kathy is going to have a nightmare game. This game was watched by millions of people because it's Kyrie first on the game. And the Hornets played great defense. At the same time, the Hornets played great deep. Kyrie Irving did not have a great uh, shooting performance-wise. Some of the shots that he took, he could have went inside, asked for a pick, asked for a screen, rolled, and probably, probably had a better shot attempt. But he struggled tonight, and the Hornets got a huge win. They got a huge win. And the Hornets will be in the play-in. And that team is good. They got Miles Bridges, who is an nominee for most improved. 
they got Kelly Oubre off the bench. Scary Terry Rose here has been playing red hot as of late, averaging 23 points a game in the last couple of weeks. So that team is good. So the disrespect needs to stop. But another even number I told you guys, the Wolves are the underdog team in the West. And you know what the underdog team needs, as you guys should know, is the Toronto Raptors. Nobody wants to face Toronto right now. Maybe right now, because Fred Van Flee is injured, Gary Trent Jr. But once a healthy Gary Trent, once a healthy Fred Van Flee, and look how Scotty Barnes, the Rookie of the Year candidate, who will win? But it will be close, him and even Mobley. But Pascal Siakam, Spicy P, has been disrespected, underrated for a while. And that needs to stop. The man's averaging 25 points, 8 rebounds, 5 assists a night. And, we, and the Raptors finally welcome back OG and Anobi. And he is a great player. Um, trust me, if the Brooklyn Nets are saying that Toronto is a tough matchup, it will be a tough matchup. And you're going to see how this matchup will be because uh, the Celtics will play Toronto Raptors tomorrow night. But Fred Van Fleet is questionable. So is Gary Trent Jr. But once a healthy Raptor team, they will be healthy come playoff time, but they just want to win and clinch a playoff spot so that they can have that extra rest. So the hate on Toronto just got to stop. But guys, thanks for tuning in to this segment of the Grind Never Stops podcast. This is your host, DJ Joe. And again, don't forget to hit that like button, smash that subscribe button, share and check us out on your podcast media platforms and help us get to 500 subs as we're at 390 subscribers on YouTube. And don't forget to, to grab our merch. The website will be in the description. And the site is still not that great, but it's still under construction. And if you want to send a small donation, you can, you can do that. And the link is in the description as well. And to all you people who are working hard, keep grinding because the grind never stops. This is your host, DJ Joe, signing out. Mamba out.